The race for the 2022 Winter Olympics is headed toward a climax in less than two months when the IOC chooses a host city for the Games. You're listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. I'm Nicole Bennett. Delegations from Almaty, Kazakhstan and Beijing, China made key presentations to the IOC this week as well as set up exhibitions on Wednesday at the Lausanne Palace Hotel for members of the media and IOC. Joining me on Thursday was Xu Ji Chang, Beijing 2022 Director of Communications, who had just returned from a meeting with the IOC previewing the upcoming session in July taking place in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. So you said you're just fresh off the heels of the meeting um, addressing the 128th session coming up in Kuala Lumpur. What, what was that like? Did you discuss at the meeting a preview of, of what's to come? Yeah, all the procedures, so how to do the presentations, all the layout and each of the function, because as a lot of people go over there, each delegation so got a member of about, uh, a total member of about 100 people, you see. It's limited to 100 people. Uh, the, all the sessions will be held in the uh, Kuala Lumpur Convention Center and uh, in the Mandarin Hotel, you see. So that will be one of the big events and the big issues this year for the Olympic yeah, because it's the first session and after the uh, 2020 agenda was announced and passed. You see. The bid race for the 2022 Winter Olympics is a lot smaller than previous Olympic bidding contests. What has made the meeting in Lausanne this week, the briefing with the IOC, why was that important for Beijing? Well, it's important, I think, for both cities. And uh, this bid is is unique because there's only two bidding cities. So uh, the uh, presentations here and all the discussions and all the exhibitions here, and it's uh, give a chance, offer a chance for both cities to show what they have to all the members of the IOCs and also to listen to the IOCs suggestions and questions. Actually, it's a way to help the cities and make their plan perfect. And just just a ways to communicate it with all the members, uh, all the IOC members to help the cities and to do a perfect job in Kuala Lumpur. And I know Beijing 2022, along with Almaty, had an exhibition set up yesterday at the Lausanne Palace Hotel. What feedback did you receive from IOC members and uh, members of the media? I heard from my uh, colleague, and the, uh, the the members just came to both cities' exhibition rooms. And uh, as for Beijing, uh, actually, the three things that impressed uh, the, the, the members, so the first Beijing will make the full use of the uh, Beijing Summer Olympic Games. That is the 2008, you see, uh, for for all the legacies, for examples, all the venues, you see, all these uh, world-class venues. So all the members are very satisfied with that venue because that venue is making full full use and in good shape. For for example, for the curling, the figure skating, the uh, men's and women's ice hockey, and uh, so uh, for the for the all the events on the ice, it's, it's a no problem. It should be the world world class and and top levels. 
So uh, and also this is the first time for most of the uh, the members just came personally see all the design and layout with the models of the uh, mountain venues. So the Beijing's uh, mountain venues just very compact. You see, uh, just all the Olympic Village and the, with the competing venues just within 10 kilometers. So that means in each clusters. It's very very convenient for the, for the athletes to compete to leave. They don't have to take the buses to go venues every day. You see, the third I think is the the high speed train. The train uh, goes with the with, with the speed of um, more than 300 kilometers per hour. With the power, with the Wi-Fi, the media is like that most because that means. Uh, when they traveled and moved and transferred from clusters to the, to the three competition zones, they won't waste their time. They can use every every minutes on the on the high speed trains to finish their stories and send their stories. Beijing can create some some new techniques and make the uh, make the, uh, the the games uh, is is the unique and make the games. Uh, is a suit the uh, agenda, uh, Olympic agenda 2020. That means that after the game, all the facilities will be made full use by different by by different cities for different peoples. That that also can reduce the, the burden, the hosting burden and hosting budget. If we host all the big events in one city, that is uh, create the new way. And for the game, and that is maybe we try something new for the future of hosting the game. For the most of the uh, the, the members also realize if Beijing hosts the game, uh, that will make big contributions to the winter sports because usually winter sports uh, were held in in the, in the northern northern part of the world. If you want to put it put it to uh, the southern part, that means more people. And especially more case will take the chance to experience and enjoy and benefited from the sports of the winter. So that is that is the the most attractive point for 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 all the members. Some of the members just ask a question: So why we should give the the winter game to Beijing? And uh, since you have just held the, the very successful and extraordinary summer game, uh, I said, why not? Because you should give the winter game and to a city which want to host the game most. You should give a city which can return, can, can pay it back, can contribute the most to the Olympic movement. Right. So you've mentioned strengths, the compactness of your bid, the high-speed train, the convenience of the mountain clusters, the legacy, the experience you have in hosting the 2008 Olympics. What are some of the weak points that you think Beijing still needs to address? When it came to uh, to our exhibition room and when they, uh, when they watched all the videos we just take the last summer in the mountain venues, you see, well, they know uh, we have enough snows. We have uh, enough waters to make the snow and for the competition. Yeah, because all the members, they are experts, they, they know each of the winter games 
to say yes, you need nature snow, but you but you also need you you need man-made snow, the artificial snows to, to on the surface for different kind of events because the different kind of events need a different quality and different kind of the snow surface. So uh, yes, comparatively speaking, is uh, uh, Beijing and Jiangyakou uh, has snow, but uh, for winter game you that doesn't mean you need very very heavy snow. Too much snows are also on the other side is that means uh, is inconvenient for the city operations. Enough snow and the guarantee of the water and the guarantee of this uh, of the scale of the technique to make the uh, man-made snow uh, that is the uh, most important is the elements to for a successful game. Uh, snow won't remain a big problem for Beijing's, uh, Beijing's winter game. So are you wrapping up your time today in Lausanne, or do you have meetings tomorrow as well? Uh, yes, tomorrow we will go back to Beijing. Uh, because we, uh, uh, with the technical meeting with the IOC, goes very successfully. After the common meetings and talking about the procedures, technical standards, and all the things we should have prepared, and after that, Armut and Beijing each have a, have, have an individual meeting with the IOC. Our meeting just went about 20 minutes because there's no more questions to ask because we know all the things for a successful, successful games and success, successful meetings. And um, can you comment at all on the Tibetan protesters that were outside of the expositions um, on Wednesday? You know, that's normal. Some of the... Uh, interest the group always to take the chances uh, on, on big stage like Olympic Games, you see, to show their their interest. But that is uh, totally against the Olympic Charters. So w we always stand and protect the power of the sports and uh, from politics. I think uh, that won't influence uh, our beat and our beat will still go forward because all the mem all the peoples and all the the the, the, the IOC members knows that and we should we should separate the sports from politics again that was Xu Ji Chang Beijing 2022 director of communications joining us from Lausanne where the race for the 2022 winter olympics is heating up be sure to check into around the rings online on facebook and twitter this is Nicole Bennett thanks for listening Thank you.